this is what we should have had for the intro <laughs> for the Vancouver Christmas Project. Been like Scrooged <laughs> instead of you know you've seen Scrooged. Have you seen Scrooge? No. The Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. I don't have the applause track anymore. Oh. So it's just. That was my favorite. Standard. Boring. Welcome. 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 Boring. Sorry. Nothing fun about that. I don't that. know what to do with this now. <laughs> just throw, throw it on the floor. Oh, there nice. Hey, there's that bass amp I gave you. Yeah. Does it actually work? I haven't tried working on it yet. So. Okay. Well, such is life. Yes. Well, hey, welcome to another episode. Hey, we're here. Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. And Great to have you along. Yeah, today is actually a special, special day. Yeah, we we uh, we just recently came off of our peak in terms of busyness for the Christmas season, mm-hmm. so we can podcast again. Yeah, it, it's been... <laughs> I, I was trying to remember. It's been a good six weeks since we've gotten together. Yeah. I think it's a podcast. Yeah, but uh, we just it was a little over a week ago, right? We finished up. It week was and a half. last week, week and a half ago. We finished uh, a, a joint effort from multiple churches. We put together um, kind of an evangelistic outreach Christmas program with uh, a bunch of local churches. And here with us today, as our special guest, is uh, one of the drumroll, please. Thank you. One of the key collaborators, collaborators in the efforts to put together. Okay, that's that's great. One of the key collaborators in putting together um, uh, the Vancouver Christmas Project. We have with us as a guest on the show today, DJ Jackson. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Good to be with you. Glad Hi. that you're here. Yeah, and you can just relax and just chat with us. Yeah. It's just a good time. Yeah. We, did, we didn't prep DJ at all on what we're going to no. talk about. No, D- <laughs> DJ so, goes... No, they didn't. DJ goes, so what are we talking about? How ah, does this thing work? What are we doing? We're just going to hit record. Yeah, we just hit record and go for it. See what happens. Yeah. Nah. That's, that's, that's who we are. It's how we roll around here. <laughs> that's what we do. Worship Ministry pad- Paddleist. Catalyst podcast did you forget the name while I, we I, I know it's been it's been a long time <laughs> okay so a lot's happened since yeah. the last time we you recorded had a baby. yeah i had a baby Woo. not you but becky yes um who is now a little over four weeks old yeah and five weeks old perhaps even more important not to not to negate or trump uh harrison being born uh but perhaps even more important since we've been gone the oregon ducks are playing for a national championship. Hey! Yeah, that's not more important. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. You're just mad because Ohio State didn't get to the Rose Bowl. But... We're in the Sugar Bowl. You're in the Sugar Bowl. You can't be upset about that. Nope. And... Yeah. 
That's a pretty good consolation prize. That is pretty good second place prize. I know, right? That's actually a really, that's actually a really nice, uh, nice little prize. Yeah. No, but sorry, a lot has happened. Uh, Harrison, Harrison James Lindner, right? Yep. Yep. H.J. H.J. Are you gonna call him H.J. for no. sure? No. But my dad was Henry James. Oh. So he was H.J. Now my other son was Henry, but okay. it's Reed, so it's H.R. It's not quite as cool as H.J. No. But. Well, DJ has initials also. Yes. Two uh, two of them, maybe even three, uh, depending on how you go with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're but, like uh, DJ Jackson. DJ so Jackson. DJJ. Yes, almost. there are a lot of DJ Jacksons that are not DJ. This is true. Um, but they are most DJs. most of them are people of color. Yes, yes. I, I realized that when I was searching for you on Twitter. Oh, Facebook is lovely, yes. Yeah. You're like, wow. I'm not on Twitter, so. No, I didn't know that. I live back in the Stone Ages. Yeah. Well, Not as far back as Kevin. Okay, I was okay. <laughs> I was waiting for that. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so what if I don't have a Facebook page? You know what? I was actually. You'll be proud of me, David. Um, uh, I, I took I took the week off after the Vancouver Christmas project, and I was actually seriously contemplating signing up for a Facebook account. You want to know why? You want to know why? You're gonna why? laugh because I saw a 60 Minutes article on Mark Z- uh, Zuckerberger, whatever the heck his name is. Um, I watched a 60 Minutes article, and, and they're talking all about like this new, I guess, I guess Facebook has like a new look to it now or something. Um, uh, the, the new profiles, yeah. The new profiles, right? I don't know. They change it all the time. Yeah, it's not really well, apparently it was more. significant enough to do an interview with him on 60 Minutes. Uh, Leslie Stahl did it, and I like her. Um, anyway, I have no idea who that see, is. See, David always makes fun of me because <laughs> you have to be like over sixty to watch. Okay, that's exactly <laughs> what David says. Why? Why? David says the only people I know who watch sixty minutes are over the age of sixty, yeah. and, and I'm like, what I've do you never mean? heard anyone say that before. That just made sense to me. Yeah. Uh, he is so right. Yeah. You guys. Okay, whatever. You know what? I'm 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 bettering my mind with all kinds of investigative journaling. All right, so investigative. Well, it's not invest. You know, whatever. <laughs> We're our investigation into Facebook this week. <laughs> Newcomer Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we oh, should have man. You would. You would. I think you would enjoy it. Anyway, I seriously contemplated it because you know I was at home. Um, you know, Melanie was like uploading all these pictures, uh, you know, like when we had gotten our Christmas tree, she was uploading some pictures from, uh, Cowie's dance recital later on in the week. And, and then we were talking just about like, you know, uh, friends and, and, you know, she's like, oh yeah, there's this one guy I haven't, you know, um, like I knew him in high school and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, I bet, I bet there's a lot of people out there who, you know, I might be able to reconnect with mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I haven't quite done it, but you'll be proud of me because I actually... You our uh, Worship Ministry Catalyst page. Yeah, right. Get more people to like it. Exactly. Like DJ. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Has yeah. Mel- Has Melanie liked it? <laughs> yeah, she has. See, good Have for her. Have you liked it, DJ? No, I haven't. Oh. I'm a horrible friend. I know. You're, yeah. you're a guest on our show, man. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to rectify that. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but we did finally get above 25 this week. What, 25 likes? Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> which which you have to I actually I asked somebody to be our twenty fifth person because you can't you can't get a URL for your page until you have twenty five people who like your page. And oh, I was like, funny. Hey, would you like us so I can go do this thing? <laughs> <laughs> so if did. you're listening, if you're out there in podcasts we're listening, please go to our Facebook page and like us. Well, right. And it's it's replacing our old social network. Yeah. dot com yeah. is no longer available. They were so. charging us. Right, yeah, they were going to, and we just uh, refused. 
Speaking of charging, I heard Skype is going to start charging. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I know. I'm like, isn't the reason why people do Skype because it's free? That Yeah, it sounds pretty ridiculous. They charge for numbers and stuff. I, I heard something. It wasn't on 60 minutes, so I can't I can't verify how reliable it was, you know. Um, I think a much better method would be like Facebook to maybe run ads or something. It's a way to make mm-hmm. money without like totally a right. ripping off your customer base. Have you guys seen The Social Network, the movie? No. About Mark? Uh, I, you? No. I loved it. Did you? Really? I, I saw it twice, actually. Was it epic wow. like they said it was going to be? I thought so, yeah. really. Um, and uh, I actually even used it as an evangelistic opportunity. I had some, uh, after I saw it the first time, I knew it would be kind of thought-provoking. Oh. So I had some guys that I've been uh, just trying to befriend. And uh, so went out and saw that and then stayed up to like three in the morning. Talking. Sunday morning before church. Oh. Um, and uh, <laughs> the things we do for Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, Praise God. <laughs> but no, it worked really well. I had a good conversation, got to, you know. Uh, talk about some good stuff so that's really cool yeah. yeah i uh part of the 60 minute interview that they did with mark was partly about the movie they you know they asked him they're like so how accurate is it and they're like well they really got my shirts down he said every he's like every outfit that is in that movie he's like i'm pretty sure i own that outfit um, so. <laughs> that's the most accurate part of the movie is his attire no, he, he, he said that there is a lot of um you know a lot of accuracies um you know uh, he, he said the the thing that you know he didn't like was how a lot of the movie focused on on him you know using it as a chance to meet girls and he's like He's like, I have a girlfriend, and you know, she's been my girlfriend before Facebook even was invented. We've been dating for ten years or whatever. He's like, so no, I really wasn't trying to meet girls with it. Maybe the other guy was. Maybe. It's it makes for a much better story though. Yeah, I know. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, do see it if you haven't. Yeah, I actually I do. I want to see it. Mel and I, and again, part of this whole conversation about me going and getting a Facebook account. It, it stemmed from the interview on 60 Minutes, and then Mel and I talking about watching the movie. And when you do, we're going to party on okay. on the next episode. Woo-hoo. And then and then we'll have to get everyone to what what like fan me or like me or something. Be friends with you. Friend, Be friends friend, with you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. That's a yeah. good first step. <laughs> <laughs> I need friends. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's what's been going on in the world of uh, David and myself, and um, and then our our guest DJ, like I mentioned, he DJ uh, he's been helping with this collaborative effort, the Vancouver Christmas Project, VCP, VCP, VancouverChristmasProject.com. There you go. I put a little post on it on our blog. Oh, cool! Right before we did it. There you go. But. There you go. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about how this idea was even born. Um, I, I guess it really started DJ kind of with you. Uh, w- uh, one day I, I went over um, to I went over to uh, DJ's church. DJ is a worship pastor at Brush Prairie Baptist Church in Brush Prairie, Washington, which is uh, kind of like the northern area of Vancouver. Basically, yeah. Basically. Um, so so I, I was over at Brush Prairie. DJ and I were hanging out. I don't even know why I was there. Maybe I was just coming to say hi. You know, I, I try to be friendly. I try to be friendly to the you know other worship pastors in the area, and um, and DJ is like, "Hey, so what are you doing for Christmas this year?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I uh, lame, lame, I, I don't, lame. I don't really know. You know, um, DJ and I had worked uh, last year on a combined thing with our church, Laurelwood, and his church, Brush Prairie." And so um, DJ and I had kind of done like our two churches kind of combined, and uh, we did uh, a performance at your at your church, and and it was nice, and it was it was really lovely and everything. Um, 
But as we were meeting, DJ, I remember you saying something that really struck me. Um, you said something to the effect of, you know, so often as worship pastors, we, you know, we um, get a Christmas program together. You know, we get like a choir, we get some, you know, special songs, we get a band, we practice it. Do a lot of work. We do a lot of work. We, you know, and then, you know, our church basically ends up coming. And people at our church are like, oh, yay, that's really lovely. And, and we kind of pat ourselves on the back and we're like, you know, we feel good about ourselves. But really, at the end of the day, it was just kind of an entertaining show for the people of our church. Um, so, which, Or like a worship event, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, but no, no. But if we put the tag on it of outreach, yeah, then it's a problem. Yeah, and so... You know, so it, it kind of started with you, um, w- with you kind of sharing the, this idea of, you know, what if we did something that wasn't necessarily, you know, you know, not, wasn't necessarily like one church kind of, you know, patting ourselves on the back, doing a nice little show. Um, well, why don't you share a little bit about how, you know, how you kind of thought up of this idea to yeah. begin with? Well, uh, the first idea uh, came to me um, back when I was in Texas. Um, I did a semester Texas. at, I know, I know, I, please forgive me. Um, I was at Southwestern uh, Seminary for a semester, and one of the profs there was talking about, he had done music ministry for years and years and years, and he said that after a while he just stopped doing Christmas programs, mm. because he realized, and he'd worked at big churches and stuff like that, and uh, they put on these big, massive, really expensive productions, and you could look out in the parking lot, and it would be a bunch of church vans from other churches that would come yeah. to see. And he thought, really, we keep saying, yeah, invite your friends, but why in the world would your average person on the street really care to come to a you know a weird performance of semi-religious show tunes um and maybe they would maybe they wouldn't but it wasn't designed from the ground up to be evangelistic really it was just christian entertainment Mm -hmm. that uh, we've made ourselves feel better about by saying invite your friends right (laughs) and so i I thought about that it kind of soured me to the whole idea of christmas programs for a while so the past two years when we did those kind of more worship-based events, um, that made sense to me. We called it what it was. This is going to be yeah. you know, a worship event. And we did have a gospel presentation, right. um, which I think is, was a good thing. Um, yeah. But I thought it would have been a shame to lose uh, some of what we'd begun to do um, in the previous years. Why not rethink it from the ground up and uh, make it evangelistic? Yeah, and so we really kind of did rethink this thing from the ground up. So, so Deej and I, you know, we're meeting, and he's like— Deej? What? Deej. Is that what you call him? No, I, I said DJ, but I kind of slurred it. So yeah. uh, Deej? Everyone calls me Deej. Deej. And, uh, yeah, no. No, so DJ and I, we, um, you know, we're meeting and we're talking about, you know, wow, what, what if we did something that, that, you know, wasn't just Christian entertainment, that was specifically evangelistic, that was targeted to be outreach, um, and that was maybe bigger than something that you or I could even do together. Um, so out of that... I then started calling some worship pastors that I'm friends with, one of them being David over here. Yes. Hello. Hey, David. Um, uh, uh, another guy I got in touch with, uh, Kent Bohr at Cascade Park Baptist. And so the four of us kind of just started meeting, you know, once a week. And, powwow. And yeah, big powwow time. And we started just talking about what does this thing look like? Our, you know, I mean, we, we really were, like you said, from the ground up. I mean, we were on the cutting room floor basically saying, you know how how do we make this thing happen? Um, what does it even look like? What's our vision? What's our purpose? Some of those early meetings, remember? You know, mm-hmm. we we spent hours just talking about you know what's our vision, what's our purpose, and out of it, we kind of came up with the idea 
um, that, you know, the, the vision of this is, you know, to unite churches together in an event that shares the story um, and the person of Jesus Christ to Clark County, uh, which is the, the county that, that we live in here in Vancouver and Washougal. Is Washougal Clark County? Yep. Okay, good. Well, there, there we go. <laughs> glad, glad we got that county thing right with the yeah. vision statement. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so, so we started talking, you know, what, what would, what kind of things would you expect in an evangelistic outreach type of thing? Um, and you know, what were, what were some of the things that we came up with? We came up with, uh, donating to a charity for one mm -hmm. a way to support the community. Right. And, uh, not to use that as a bait and switch. Haha, we're supporting a community and now we're going to evangelize you, mm -hmm. but genuinely wanted to, to, you know, to show love to the community and that's one way to do it. So. Yeah, so we found a local organization, great organization, Northwest Children's Outreach, and we did kind of a clothing drive for them, a sock and shoe drive. Uh, I Which, got by to, the way, um, be great to like get a tally. Do they ever give a tally? Because that would be good I was to hoping pass they, out yeah. to our people and say, hey, look, this much came in. Well, we're continuing actually to accept donations at our church now. Yeah, I have well. some too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so. uh, Joni's the director, um, and then there's Judy, who is like the uh, the PR rep type gal and judy was the one there and i know when she left you know after some the sunday night show um you know she left and and she was just beaming just how much they got i mean great, great. yeah I, I don't know the exact numbers but i mean I, I i had a chance to look at the bins they had two big bins and they were pretty full with mm. socks um lots of socks some shoes and they got donate cash donations also which cool. was cool yeah so yeah so we talked about doing a uh, a, a local outreach um, and then, uh, like, an, it, it well, had to had like, legit entertainment value. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. it couldn't, it couldn't yeah. be, like, lame or yeah. cheesy It, it or couldn't whatever. be a church thing. We, we couldn't just do a, another church quality kind of Which event. I think in itself is still kind of sad in a way that we associate church quality with bad <laughs> quality. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. It is so true. Oh, like, sad. Our people know us, and so they'll forgive all no. that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So exactly, we wanted to go kind yeah. of one step up from like the typical church, you know, type show. But if I understand what you're saying too, we also included a fair amount of secular stuff in there yeah. as well, yeah. rather than just doing, you know, yeah, a just, holy night. And, we intentionally picked songs and and a format that people could connect with if they had no idea about church in any way. Like, I, I think one of the advantages that we had w was we really stepped back and we said, all right, if, if I'm an unbeliever or if, if I'm a believer who's inviting my my neighbor who doesn't know Christ or doesn't go to a church, what kind of things would they expect? What kind of things would they like to see? What kind of things would make them comfortable? And a big thing um, was we didn't even have it in a church. We rented out the local uh, high school auditorium. Uh, in Vancouver, Evergreen High School, we rented out their auditorium, and so we actually had it in a school, you know, in their theater, and it was a nice theater, seven hundred and fifty mm -hmm. seats, and and um, you know, it, it was it was great because we we got I think in that neutral mm -hmm. zone, that safe zone where where people are like, oh yeah, you know, I, I know Evergreen, my kids go to school with Evergreen, or. Yeah, those we we wanted to be intentional to remove any kind of roadblock or barrier that a non-church person might come in contact with when they were going to a normal church kind of service. So that they they might not be willing to walk through the doors of a church at Christmas time, but they probably would be willing to walk through the doors of a high school 
auditorium. So yeah. And I think it also served a double purpose as well, because it also ratcheted up the production value, I thought, significantly. None of our churches are, like, theatrical spaces. Yeah, we don't right? have curtains. You know, exactly. And... We don't have any of that kind of stuff. And even uh, though we could do more stuff in the future to make it more theatrical, um, nonetheless, it was just a totally different vibe mm-hmm. than we could have pulled off at a church. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think so as well. And it, it, it gave it, I think, some credibility, uh, because, you know, you, you go to the high school— uh, you know, you got your ushers there handing out the programs. You know, you're seated, you know, in this nice kind of um, theater-style seating. The curtain opens up. There's the band. You know, you're, you're you know, it, it's a good, I think it's a, it's a good, positive first impression. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I mean, this first year, we, I mean, we're, we were flying by the seat of our pants, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, man, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I mean, there were times where I wondered, I'm like, are we going to be able to do this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I felt sick to my stomach for about three months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I wasn't three months sick, but, but there were a couple there were a couple weeks. There were a couple weeks where I was like, you guys, are, is this going to work? It's like a new level of, that's a new way to describe sickness. I wasn't uh, three months sick. I was one month sick. <laughs> Almost sounds like pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of we kinda, we did we like birth we birthed a, a yeah. program you know yes. um, anyway so um, how are we doing on time oh, we're getting close you know what we should do we should uh, we should save episode our second episode and talk about like the 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 things that we actually did specifics um, what we can do better mm-hmm. so that's a little teaser tune in next week. Uh, Tune in next time. Thank you. Yeah. Did you guys get any feedback at all from your churches about the program? Yes, lots. Yeah, lots. Lots of Same good here. feedback. Yeah, we'll we'll share it in the next yeah. episode. Next one, great. We'll do it next episode. Lots yeah, of people so, liked you. I got a lot of I got a lot of comments really? about you. Yeah, everyone's like, who who's the one guy with the drama that was like really good and animated and and, <laughs> and was really funny? Who's that guy? Who's like, the oh, drama queen on stage? Really? That, that's Ble- DJ. Believable as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Who is believable? That's from friends, you guys like friends? Like, no, no, sorry. Yeah, when, uh, when, you are older than us. Yes, but like um, <laughs> when Joey is going on it on uh, auditions, <laughs> he gets Phoebe for a while to to get the feedback, so he knows what to work on. And one of the one of the critiques he got was. He, he's not believable as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if he's human. I, I have a hard time. Well, uh, that's good to hear. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of positive feedback about you. People people liked you. You were funny and and entertaining. And You're a nice guy, and doggone it. <laughs> You're a nice guy. Well, thanks, Phyllis. People like you. Yeah. Doggone it. Um, anyway, so tune in next week, because we're going to talk all about uh, what we did specifically how it worked, um, what we want to do next year to, to make it better. And um, even, heck, why not? You know, maybe we'll even throw a little plug out there. If you're listening and you're in the Vancouver area, uh, if you're a worship pastor at, at a church in, in the Clark County, Vancouver area, and you want to be in on the fun next year. Um, step up. Step up. Yeah, you definitely. Step up to the challenge. Yeah, we we had uh you know there, there was about four or five main churches that were that were kind of a part of this, but overall we had 12 churches that were at least promoting it in, in some way. Uh so I'm I'm hoping next year to have even more even more churches and um even more involvement. So if you're listening and you're thinking, "Hey, that that sounds like my alley. I want to do kind of an outreach evangelistic program and this uh Well, and the great thing about it is, you know, one of the, one of the things that 
that we kind of talked about or at least mentioned early on was, you know, if we were to do something like this as just our church, yeah, it would it'd just be an insane amount of work for one church to do. And our church, you know, churches I've worked at in the past did them, and it was an insane amount of work. <laughs> but like, if you can, if you can split up the work among a bunch of churches and and really pull uh, from the the best of each church, mm-hmm. like it it, re- it minimizes the amount of work you do and maximizes the quality that you know there the you caliber go. of an event that you're able to pull go. off. So it's like pull from the strength of each church. So. And, and that's part of the that's part of the beauty of you know working together and collaborating and, and the that's body why of Christ yeah exactly right. I mean that's that's why I like being able to you know connect with different pastors in our area because it's great to have those connections for this kind of stuff yeah so anyway uh, tune in next week next episode it's gonna be awesome uh, we'll continue on the conversation we guarantee we guarantee it if not you can have all of your money back <laughs> which. That you spent on this podcast is nothing. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, yeah, get, so, uh, get in touch with us. Yeah, go go check out uh, VancouverChristmasProject.com if you want to know more yeah. about what we did and kind of you can track the process a little bit there. Or you can follow that on Twitter, twittercom project. You can follow us on Twitter, twittercom catalyst. And you can check us out online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can always send us an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. And if you want to get in touch with DJ... It's Jackson at bpchurch.com. Every time, every time I hear your address, I think you guys are like the church for BP. Like British, British Petroleum. Petroleum. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that has not oh. been good for our branding yeah. this past year. Let me tell you. Boy, there goes the branding for Brush Prairie. Yeah. Everyone's and, like, I'm not going to church that supports British Petroleum. And, and, and our colors are, are green. green and brown. And so, so it has that green. We intentionally left the yellow out because we didn't want anyone thinking that we were yeah. connected with BP. But, there you uh, go. Oh, well. Love it. But, uh, yeah. Get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. And tune in next week. Like us on Facebook. There you go. Like it. More than 25. Yes. Cool. Bye. (laughs) Bye.